Hey y'all. All right, so <laughs> I wasn't gonna record, at least like not right now. But for one, I ain't doing nothing. And for two, um, I got a couple messages on um my podcast and I was just like cracking up. So I was like, you know what, let me just um since I'm all in a good mood now. So one of my listeners, my cousin <laughs> Remember the episode I just did with um uh, my mama and Bree and we were at the hotel and I went to Crystals and we was eating the crystals. So she got the nerve to be like um she got the nerve to be like I'm eating crystals. Y'all know I've been on this supposed to been on this weight loss journey to get my surgery, um the bariatric surgery. And she was like, you know, basically I'm wilding out. I have been, and I think I said that in like maybe one, two, or three episodes. Like, I can't get on the gravy train. I keep telling y'all. Like, first of all, that day, we literally was moving my stuff. Like, packing and loading and like doing all kinds of stuff. Like, the whole day. And when I tell y'all we was dirt tired by the time we got to the hotel, like, we was. So... We went and got some food, and I told y'all, anytime hotel is on the agenda for me, I go into vacay mode. And, of course, when you're on vacay, well, you do have some people who are disciplined enough when they're on vacation to continue to eat healthy. That ain't me. I don't eat healthy to begin with, so I'm definitely not going to eat healthy on vacation. However... I'm a work in progress, y'all. Because, like I keep saying, I don't want to have this surgery and it be for nothing. I see too many people that I personally know and that I don't know but follow or have heard about or whatever that have these surgeries and they gain more weight back than they lost originally. I don't want to be that person. And I actually in the shower the other day was thinking about... um, eating healthier and like um you know i was thinking of going to the like when i go to the gym what i'm gonna do i want to add swimming into my exercise routine i love to swim i'm a water baby always have been so to me swimming is not even working out like that's just having fun but at the la fitness you know they have the lap pool and you can um swim laps or whatever so I did that before, but at the YMCA, and I really liked it. So I was thinking about adding that into um, my exercise regimen. So I ain't completely wilding out. It is on my brain, and I am, like, going to get on the gravy train, back on the gravy train. It's just, y'all, it's been stressful. I don't know. I tried to confess my sins to y'all, like, telling y'all how, like, I don't know. I didn't used to be like a um emotional eater. For some reason I've become that and I'm trying to get away from that. But honestly, since I've been in California, I haven't been as bored and I haven't been um you know, stressed out or whatever. So I haven't been like eating junk and just wild now. Like literally y'all, I told y'all in and out is across the street. I'm sitting in the bed blinds open looking at in and out like i can walk over there in no time and just stuff my face 
And that line is off the chain. What time is it? So it's Thursday, 1 o'clock. I'm telling y'all, from 10.30 to whatever time they close at night, 11 or 12. I think they close at 12. That line be right around the building. And it's like every day I just have to open my blinds just to see. Because every car is a dollar sign. And like y'all grew up on this. Like y'all live it. That's like us with crystals. Like, I don't know. Maybe not crystals. I don't even know why I said crystals. What's a popular place back home that's been around forever? And they still have a line out the damn, out the door. Um... So many pl new places have come in town. I can't even say. What's somewhere where it's always a wait? Mm. If y'all think of something, let me know. Because I can't think of anything. The only thing that's coming to my mind is Jenkins Barbecue. Like, that place always have a line. <coughs> but I haven't been there forever, so I can't even say if it still exists. But I know people still love it. Austin's, but I can't say they've been around forever. Austin's, the soul food place on Main Street. Oh, my God. Why did I even think about that place? They had the best food. They had the best food. And I wanted to go there before I left. And I totally forgot. I should have got that. And we should have took that to the hotel. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. But... And I'm chewing gum right now. I ain't stuffing my face. Y'all know I be smacking and talking and popping and carrying on. I just be mean. I don't know. I don't know what y'all want. Child. I was. When I listened back. <laughs> I think that's why I was laughing too. Because when I listened back to that episode. Me and Bree listened to it the other night. And I was smacking. That fool. You know when you real hungry, it don't matter. It could be dog food in a can. You gonna fuck it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to my cousin um YouTube and she was saying how her sister, my other cousin, when she hungry, how she just go in the kitchen and put something together real quick and be hangry until she eat. Like that's how I get. I, I get so mad. I have such an attitude when I'm hungry. And I really ain't like no greedy person. But when I'm hungry, I don't know. I get so mad. And I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to eat. And I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't to that point. That day we were moving. But I was almost there. I was starving. Because all I had was like a half a bowl of cereal. <clears throat> that crystals taste like motherfucking... Um, shit, I don't even know. It, 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 just, it was like steak and shrimp. It was good. And then went back two days later, and it wasn't even all that. When you hungry, I'm telling you, food be tasting so different. It tastes so different. But, yeah, so I was just laughing at that. <laughs> I love when y'all leave messages. Um, I don't know. They just put a smile on my face and inspire me to come on when I wasn't planning on coming on. But, um... I don't know, but since I got y'all attention, so let me tell y'all, I told y'all I was going to tell y'all about the movers. When I tell y'all this move, 
has been a nightmare and not because it's like across the other side of the world because I've done that a thousand times it's been a nightmare because nothing has gone right everything I planned went in the opposite direction like I'm very OCD-ish as y'all probably already know so I like for things to be structured, organized, lined up, ready to go. When they don't happen that way, it throws me off. Another thing, I'm big on customer service. Y'all know that as well. When you say you're going to provide this service, you need to provide the motherfucking service. So let's get into that. All right. I had to, I don't even know which move to talk about first. I'm going to talk about the California one. Okay, so Tony moved from a one-bedroom to a three-bedroom in the same complex. Catch that now. The same complex, okay? So I was like, okay, this should be fairly reasonable financially. You know, it, this should be easy-peasy because this, well, this is the second time we've done that. So, the first time we did it was in Florida years ago when I was pregnant with Bree. And we only had a two-bedroom. And I wanted a three-bedroom because I wanted her to have her own room. Even though she was an infant. And after the fact, looking back, it was like a waste of money. Because she was in our room the whole time anyway. Bree really didn't enjoy her own room until she was... I think I started making her sleep in her room when she was like one and a half or something like that. She was sleeping in her crib. She would get out of her crib in the middle of the night somehow and come all the way down the hall to our room. We wake up, she in our bed. How did she do that? I don't know. But anyway, that's when like that's when she really that's when it was worth paying for her own room. But from birth she had her own room. So anyway, plus I wanted to decorate it anyway. This is my first daughter. Like, whatever. I don't give a fuck if she's sleeping there or not. I want to decorate it out. Her theme was um, Bratz. Y'all remember the Bratz dolls? Her theme was Bratz. And um, she had a TV. She had a bed set. She had everything you could think of Bratz. Her room was pink and purple. And I just went all out. So it was worth it. Like, whatever. Okay. So anyway, back to the story. That was the first time we moved in the same complex and then this was the second time all right so i called the storage company that currently holds our household goods now let me break that down when we moved from florida in 2012 to california we basically combined two households because tony was living in maryland the kids and I were living in Florida. He went on um, deployment to Afghanistan. And I left Maryland because I wasn't going to stay there like over a year by myself. Fuck that. Like, no. I always would come home. So, it's not uncommon for us to have two households. That's just been the name of the game since he's been in the military. So, anyway. When we were leaving Florida to go on to Cali, we had to combine Florida House with Maryland House, which meant we had to drive our household goods from Florida 
Well, we had to go to Virginia because he had to check out, which I told y'all this already. And then we drove to Maryland, and that's where we combined the two households. I told y'all how that storage company was like A plus 100. They handled that whole thing, and we were able to continue our road trip from Maryland to Cali. Okay. Once everybody got everything together... The military picked up our belongings, our household goods, from Maryland, and <clears throat> the guy delivered them to California. Are y'all following me? Okay. So, we ended up renting like a, what was it, a four, no, it was a three-bedroom house. It had a living room or a den or a family room, whatever you want to call it, upstairs. Like a little loft um, that I, we used for, like, a um, family room. Downstairs, obviously, it had a living room. And then when you came in the door, there was another room that you could have used as a bedroom. So it could have been four beds. But we used that. Or some people use it as, like, a formal dining room. I used it as an office for pop. Okay, so that's just to give you an idea of how big the space was. So, of course, you got to fill all rooms, you got to fill all spaces, whatever. So, we ended up buying furniture and stuff like that. Okay, now, we left there after two years because it was in, it was in a, um, it was like way out, like suburbial, like on a golf course beautiful house beautiful neighborhood great schools but it was just so desolate like they didn't it was no city nothing and we were younger so it was like and the kids were young so we would drive like two three hours just to go to the beach now mind you we from florida so we used to water so being away from the beach or lakes and stuff like that like that's a problem so we got tired. Plus, we also got tired of when people would come in town to see us, we would have to drive one hour, basically, one way, not counting traffic, which, you know, California always have traffic. So just imagine two hours, two and a half hours, whatever, on the um, road going down to LAX. So gas, time. I mean, we would leave, say somebody flight was coming in at 7 we would have to leave the house at like four, five at the latest to make sure you get down there to get them on time. Then it doesn't matter what time of day, it's always traffic. So coming back, you got another two hours. Plus if you want to stop and eat or, you know, it was just too much, too much traveling, too much time, too much gas. It was just too much. So we decided as a family to move to the city and it's more expensive obviously so we left the house and got an apartment of course coming from a house to apartment you gotta downsize so we ended up having to get another storage facility to house our household goods that we weren't taking to the apartment okay tony got orders to go from la down to san diego so now we gotta move again I didn't want a house because the house that we rented was a nightmare. That's a whole nother story. I'll tell y'all about that some other time. Plus, it's a learning lesson in that, too. Um, okay. The timer going off. I got to go get my food. 
so I'm gonna just bring y'all with me. All right, so we moved down to L. Well, we moved down to Anaheim, which is right where Disneyland is. So of course, it's more expensive and but it's vibrant. It's popping near the beach. Oh, excuse me. But you know what? When we moved down to Anaheim, I don't even think we went to the beach one time. <laughs> but um, anyway, it, it was much better because it was like, I don't know, 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes to not even. No, it had to be like 30 minutes. 30 minutes to LAX, which was way better than uh, the two hour whatever. And you know so you wasn't mad you wasn't grumpy like when i had to go pick people up it was cool and plus down at lax you got a lot of eateries the gas station right there like get you know it was cool it, it was no problem i didn't complain all right so um when we moved to san diego we didn't the military didn't move us did the military move us okay when we moved from the house to anaheim the house was in fontana so when we moved from there to anaheim that was on our dime because you know he wasn't on orders so basically, if you're not on orders, you want to move, you can move wherever you want, but you are responsible for paying for it. You ready? You ready to eat? A few minutes. So, yes, Bri is still home from school. She starts school on Monday, thank God. Um, they finally got it together. But anyway, you know y'all like, well, damn, did she drop out? <laughs> Hell no. Um, she going to school on Monday. <laughs> um, alright. So, anyway. When we moved to San Diego. I think that was on our dime, too. But, in any case, we had to move the household goods from the storage in Anaheim to the storage that I found in San Diego. Okay. I can't say it went off without a hitch. I mean, and, and stuff gonna happen, you know, that's just the nature of the business, that's just life, like, everything ain't always gonna be perfect, I get that, um, but the little stuff that did happen, they ended up fixing it, they was trying to charge us for stuff, like, I had to argue back and forth, but it, it was resolved, and everything was cool, so, the price to house, okay, the storage facility in Anaheim, was charging like $260 a month for our household goods. When we transferred it to San Diego, they were only charging $135. So I was like, cool. And this is a storage facility that has air conditioning. It's controlled, temperature controlled. And they put your stuff in containers um, up like, you know, they stack them up high. So you don't have to worry about rats, roaches, bugs, um, you know, it's secure. You don't have to worry about, like, nobody jumping the gate and busting in your shit. Um, you know, I don't like those self-storage because I always heard scary stories about rats, you know, going in your stuff and 
mill doing just all kind of stuff and when you have like electronics or you have furniture or your stuff gonna be put up clothes and stuff like that for a while you should get the temperature control because that keeps out moisture so your stuff not your clothes not dry right or your wood furniture is not dry right now you don't have to worry about termites or roaches or rats um your electronics they have to be at a certain temperature in storage so if you got yourself in self-storage and it's hot as hell or it's cold as hell that's gonna affect your electronics so you just have to think about the investment you got your stuff in there you know you want to make sure that you're not paying less money up front on the storage because it's self-storage but then in the end you got to get rid of your clothes your shoes your tvs and replace all that stuff so that's how i try to think about things plus just the thought of a rat or a roach being in my shit like i, I can't handle that so i just pay the extra money but it's worth it all right so stuff is now in san diego okay it's been there since 20 14 15 2015 i want to say so four years all right so and i hope i haven't told y'all this i know i haven't told y'all the california one all right so okay four years now remember that four years y'all have had our stuff paying on time no issues we good okay so i decide you know what let's use them again Four years later, they housing our stuff. We used them before, you know, let's just continue giving business to them. You know, why not? So, called, set everything up, gave all the information. Day of the move, Tony called me. Hey, the guys that's moving showed up with a pickup truck. They did what? They showed up with a pickup truck. Why the fuck would they show up with a pickup truck? I don't know. That's what they showed up with. He take a picture. He sent it to me. Sure enough, it's a pickup truck. <laughs> I'm like, okay, here we go. So I call the storage facility. Hey, I set up a move. I'm moving from a one to a three. Um, I don't understand why. You know, you guys sent out a pickup truck. How are these guys supposed to move? It's shit. Oh, well, it has here that you're moving across the hall. I don't know why it has that because I never told you I was moving across the hall. I told you guys I was moving in the same complex to a different apartment. Uh, it's They don't really necessarily go by buildings. Um, because the way they're designed, they're kind of linked. So, not necessarily building, but you still got to walk. If you had to separate them, it's three buildings. But they connect them with, like, the little breezeway type situation, like the hotels be. So, you, I couldn't, it ain't a building. So, in, in any case, I never told you across the hall. If it was across the motherfucking hall, we wouldn't need y'all. We could haul that shit ourselves. So... Um, my thing was, it's early. The guys just got there, just dispatched the actual truck 
to the location so these guys can get started because hello you know it, this is going it's it's about a about an hour um the movers they they charge you about an hour so he goes well um it's still about the same because um by the time i send a truck there shit He was like, by the time I send a truck, you know, that's going to be time or whatever. And I was like, no, the fuck it ain't because you're going to stop the clock because y'all are the ones who mess up the order. I never told anybody that we were across the damn hall. Um, so anyway, he never sent, uh, he never sent a truck. The guys never even used the pickup truck. They was like, fuck it, we here, we gonna make it happen. So they, so it was two guys, they ended up carrying all of the household goods down from one building to two buildings, you know what I'm saying, down. So basically one end of the apartment to the other end. <clears throat> now, the first apartment was on the second floor and the second apartment is on the second floor. So, these dudes carrying all this shit on their backs. I'm talking a 70-inch TV, two love seats, an oversized chair, uh, a heavy-ass dining room table, six dining room chairs, two chest of drawers, uh, and I'm just naming the big furniture just so y'all can understand what the fuck them movers had to go through. Now, they weren't mad at us because we ain't set the shit up. Like, clearly, the, the girl who took the order fucked it up. So they didn't have, like, attitude. They was just like, fuck it, we here, we gonna make it work. Awesome. Like, you couldn't have got a better team. So, the dude... The manager who I was talking to about this whole thing, every time I call him, I'm going to call you back, this, that, and the third. So I'm telling him, well, after everything was uh, moved or whatever, first of all, the dudes put on there that they came 30 minutes before they did, and they left 30 minutes after. They added 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after, and it was untrue. So I had a problem with that. However... I look at it like those guys put that on there because they was trying to get paid for all the work they did. So how else are they going to get paid if they didn't do the numbers like that? But see, I'm not paying y'all for that. That ain't on me. That's on whoever you set this contract up with. So I understand why you're doing it. But I'm sorry. That's, that's just not how that's going to work. So that was an issue. Then... So I'm calling the manager like the number's wrong because the bill that he left was like $300 more than it should have been. I cussed this motherfucker out so bad. And it wasn't that I was... I ain't gonna say I cussed him out just because. Like, I cussed him out because he was trying to make it seem like I was overreacting. And yeah, we made a mistake. However, he trying to tell me that even if he sent the truck, it'll still be a, the amount of time 
um, by him looking at the numbers and the, and the, the uh, weight of our um, furniture. And I'm like, no, first of all, it's common sense. You mean to tell me if two dudes had a truck, the actual box truck, and they loaded all that shit up in the truck, drove it down to the other end, and unloaded it all in a, back in a, in a new apartment, that that would take the same amount of time as these two dudes carrying a sofa, a love seat, you know. Don't play on my intelligence. And that's what I told him, like, don't, I'm not hurt. Like, don't, don't fucking play with me. No, you not finna do that. It's just common sense. I ain't got to be in the moving business um, to know that. You know, and I told him, you know, we've been doing this for over 20 years. Like, this is not my first rodeo. You can't just tell me no any fucking thing. And that's what pissed me off. I hate when somebody try to play on my intelligence. That right there would definitely get you cussed out every time. So, he arguing me down. So, I'm telling this motherfucker, like, listen. I'm not going to argue with you. For a few more minutes. I'm not finna argue with you. I know what I'm saying makes sense, and I know I'm right. And the bottom line is, y'all fucked up. So at the end of the day, it ain't it ain't even on me. You need to figure this shit out, and you need to be offering me a refund. You know, cause they had on there like five and a half hours. He telling me based on the weight. I don't give a fuck. First of all, I could have had a piano. I could have had five big items that equal that weight. That doesn't mean that's how long it's going to take for them. You ain't going to just automatically say because you got five big items that equal 5,000 pounds. That's five hours. That's not how that works. You charging me by the hour regardless. So don't play with me. Anyway, I'm going to call you back. This, that. The motherfucker never called me back. Each time I had to call him and each time I gave his ass the business. Um, I told him, you know what? You should be a motherfucking shame of yourself. You knew 30 minutes into that that um, that job that those guys did not have the proper equipment they needed to do their job effectively. And you still let them men work like slaves while you sat in that office in that air condition. They better than me, baby, because just like I told him, if that was me, I'd have walked off that motherfucking job. And you'd have had to get your ass from behind that desk and would have had to come move that shit. Because it wasn't right. Well, you know, I, I yeah, they didn't have what they needed. However, they made it happen. It's that, that ain't the point. The point is you knew in advance to where you can get this shit fixed. And you gave two fucks about them dudes. I said, but you know what? You got some good ones. Because they stayed and they kept a smile on their face. They kept laughing and joking with Tony like nothing was wrong. And I felt so bad, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that wasn't right. Those guys were awesome. I was like, make sure you tip them really well because they didn't have to do that. They, they could have did the job still, but they could have had an attitude the whole time. And they even did above stuff like... They put his clothes in the closet. They hung it up. Like, they were on the hangers. They grabbed it out the closet or wherever he had it. And then when they got to the new place, they hung his stuff up. Like, even top-of-the-line movers ain't finna do that. Not unless you paying for that service. We didn't pay for that. We just paid for y'all to move our shit. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, them dudes, 
they were the real MVPs. And I would never accept another job from that motherfucker if I was them. Because he don't give a fuck about them. And that's what I told him. You ain't give two fucks about them guys. How you slept last night and the night before, I don't know. He couldn't have been me. So anyway, uh, long story short though, he, I, he never called me back three times. I had to keep calling. And then finally the last time, you know, every time I called, I was like, yeah, I'm still waiting on you to call me back from yesterday. Yeah, you beat me to it. That's all he could say. Like, I just kept giving him his ass to the last time they just gave me a credit. So they ended up crediting me back, like, I don't know, $250 or something like that. Because um, I guess they just got tired of dealing with me. But that was a nightmare. So fighting to get that money back. Because once you charge my card, I got to wait till I can even dispute it and you know it just it just inconveniences you and I hate being inconvenienced when it's not my fault just because somebody didn't do their job that girl I don't know why she put the information in there incorrectly because when you if you've moved before you know they ask you what floor are you moving from what floor are you moving to like they ask you so many specific questions because everything got a dollar attached to it so how that got fucked up, I don't know. But it just fucked up everything from there. So that 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 was a problem. Um, ended up, you know, everything got moved, like I said, and the guys did a really good job. Kudos to them. Um and I I going forward, staying out here in Cali or whatever, and if I have to move again, I, I would call that guy directly. And um requested services i wouldn't even go through that moving company again i would call him directly hey i'm gonna go get a rental truck and um how much would you charge you and your your boy to come back and you know do this move or whatever cut out the middle the uh the middle man but yeah that pissed me off though i don't like to see people being taken advantage of that shit happens to me all the time and it doesn't feel good so when i see it happening to other people i have a huge problem with it but anyway, so that was that experience. Like, customer service means everything. That's what I told that man. The thing about customer service, when you fuck up in the beginning, it's going to make me question everything from that point on because the trust is gone. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Obviously, you don't. You don't, you don't even call back when you say you're going to call back. The fuck? So, that was that. The second part of the move that was a nightmare was my move the florida move <laughs> when i think when i thought this shit could get no worse okay i think i told y'all that i had found the company and i think i even recommended them to y'all moving apartment apt how the girl was awesome she gave me her number we text after hours like she really jumped through hoops the customer service was awesome okay the day before my move, I'm like, well, damn, like I said, I done been doing this for 20 years. I know the moving company usually calls you 24 hours in advance to make sure everybody on the same page and to charge your fucking credit card when you paying out of pocket anyway. Nobody calls. I'm like, okay. So I call them. I call the girl. No, I text the girl. No response. Okay. I email her. It come back undeliverable. What the fuck? Okay. I call the number. 
her her cell number. A dude answer. Movers. I'm like, okay, this is very um strange. Yes, I'm calling them inquire about my move. It's supposed to be tomorrow. I haven't heard from anyone. Da da da. They'll call you. I say, well, do you know what ETA or like usually when they come click? I'm like, this motherfucker just hang up on me. This motherfucker just hung up on me. Okay. I call the customer service. Same thing. They rude as fuck on the phone. They'll call, they'll call, whatever, whatever. Okay. I call the sales department. I'm like, it's mighty funny how customer service was on point to get my business. Now that y'all got my business and I don't pay my deposit, customer service goes to shit. Oh, hold on, this, that, and third. All right. What happened was, okay, when I set up the move, I gave the girl a specific date that I wanted to move. It was a Wednesday, okay? Military time is of the essence. This shit needs to be out of here by Wednesday. She knew that up front. Okay, no problem. This, that, and the third, all right? So in my mind, Wednesday's the date. So that's why on Tuesday, I fucking call why I haven't heard from y'all, okay? So, long story short, Wednesday come, they never show up. I'm calling from Tuesday to Wednesday. Oh, well, on the contract, you have a one to three day window. Okay, what the fuck does that mean? That means the driver has one to three days to come pick up your belongings. Okay, well, if I'm telling a girl when I set this shit up that I needed to be out by Wednesday, why the fuck didn't she tell me that? Oh, I don't know why she told you that. This, that, and a third. We're going to have somebody come. So the girl was like, well, can someone come on Thursday? I said, no. I have to be out of here on Wednesday. I got to check into a hotel. Like, shit paid for? No. Mind you, I had a hotel for Wednesday. I ended up having to call that hotel. Hey, I need to cancel. This is what happened. Normally, there's no refund because it's the same day. Ain't shit we could do for you. But because of the circumstances, the lady was like, we'll give you half of your money back. Okay, whatever. I appreciate at least that. Okay, so now I'm out the hotel, half the hotel money. So, I tell the girl, no, military, I gotta be out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I'll make sure someone picks up. This was on Tuesday. I'll make sure someone's there tomorrow to pick up your stuff. My gut told me that shit wasn't happening, so whatever Wednesday come nobody show up I'm calling hey I need you to cancel this order don't send these motherfuckers to my house oh hold on back up Tuesday night about 6 I get a text message sorry for the inconvenience your movers uh, basically when uh, something happened and they're unable to show up for today so your move has been delayed and someone will contact you. Basically some shit like that. First of all, why would you text that to me? Why the fuck y'all not on the phone with me? Okay. I text back. Don't worry about it. Cancel this shit. I'm done. Call back the next day. I waited till like 1, 2 o'clock. Nobody showed up. Fine. 
cancel it, blah, blah, blah. The girl put notes in. Now customer service back on point. Now somebody called me. Hey, um, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I, I read the notes and they never showed up, this, that, and third. But you have a three-day window per your contract. We can't issue you a refund because um, of the contract. This, that. I don't give a fuck about that. When I set up this move, I said specifically, I need to be out by Wednesday. If that wasn't a possibility, I should have been made aware of that. I set this move up two months ago, a month and a half ago. I had time to find someone else. She never explained that to me. Well, she's no longer with the company, this, that, and the third. Okay, I don't have nothing to do with that. However, she did not explain that to me. Had she told me that, I wouldn't have proceeded. Well, um, unfortunately, we hold, you know, your deposit for 365 days. After that, you know, it just goes away. Basically, you don't get your money back. Use us. So she, was there any way that we can get a driver out there today? No. You can't get a driver out here today, tomorrow, or no other day. I'm not fucking with y'all. Customer service is shit. Like, you're not up front about shit. Like, no, I, I it's no trust. No. So she talking that shit. I called Capital One, explained to them the situation. They canceled that shit, put the money back on my card, and now I'm letting them fight it out with them. Um, so that that's how that went. Like, how all my shit packed up, I'm ready to go, and y'all motherfuckers don't show up. Who the fuck schedules movers on a sliding scale? They might show up Monday, but then again, they might show up Wednesday. And if not Wednesday, it'll be Tuesday. Who does that? I've never done that before in 20 years of moving. So, fuck it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, my shit is still in Florida. I had no choice. I had to leave. And I'm here without my shit. Yeah, fuck my life. Like, that's just the type of shit that I, I deal with. You know, that's, that's, shit don't never come easy to me. Ooh, I burned y'all. Shit, I'm burning everything I'm running my damn mouth on this podcast. But yeah, it don't never come, it don't never come easy to me. So I'm, I'm, you know, waiting to see what the outcome gonna be with this shit, which I have the text message that clearly says, you know, we apologize for the inconvenience. Your driver didn't show up today. You know, that ain't my fault. Y'all knew that shit was Wednesday, but when you realize they, oh shit, when you realize that they fucked up and didn't come, then you try to use that window shit against me. That's what that was. So we gonna see how this play out. I'm gonna fight that shit to the death. I tell you that much. Like I said, customer service. All she had to do was say, well, ma'am, I understand, but based on, you know, this contract, we have a three-day window. All I would have been like, well, that's not going to work for me. Or, like the lady even said, who called me, the manager or whoever she was, if she, if you had to be out by Wednesday, she could have just bumped your days back. So at least you had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I could, even though I don't like that shit, I still, okay, I might have would have went with it. I might have would have went with it. But she didn't do that. 
she made it seem like Wednesday was the day and it was green light go. And you had the, the manager admitted that. She admitted that that's what it appeared to be. And the girl fucked up. That ain't my problem. Train your people. Train your people. I need water. Accordingly. You know? And then, you know, another thing too, and it's the learning lesson. Like I tell y'all, I always try to give y'all a learning lesson or a tip or something to take away. All right, so. I'm the type where I will do my due diligence. I'm big about like um, reviews. And if it's too many negative reviews, I'm not going with it. So I went on that website and I read the reviews. And when I tell you every review was positive, it didn't seem shady, it didn't seem fluffed, it, it seemed very genuine. And legit right so I was confident so when they didn't show up on Wednesday it might have been Tuesday that I researched it when they didn't show up something was like go on a better business bureau website and I hardly ever go over there but I went lo and behold every complaint you could think of was on that website they're not even registered with the Better Business Bureau. Think about why that might be. Because they'll shut y'all ass down. Every review, people got shit late. You had a, a delivery date and your shit ain't show up for 30 days. And it's supposed to be within seven days. One lady, the driver, she had already paid her deposit on the credit card when he brought her daughter's stuff to the North Carolina place location. He asking her for $700 cash. And she asking him why. He giving her all these reasons. He not unloading her stuff until she give him $700 cash. Mind you, she paid the other back end of the deposit or the fees on the credit card. So it should have been no cash in hand. Who does business like that? That lady gave that man $700. She said she was out of $1,400 because of him. And she don't even know why. And they won't give her her money back. Like it was, one man said his, one of his, he had three boxes missing or two boxes. One box had sports memorabilia, which you know that's worth money. Ain't no telling how much. Another box had all of his business suits in it. I'm sure that's money. And he, I think it was three boxes, but he said it was another box that had like miscellaneous stuff. Can't find it. They don't know where it is. So y'all done stole this man's shit because he probably had on the box sports memorabilia. If you see that, you know that that box is a gold mine. That's why on my boxes, I don't label. I, I never label, label my boxes what the stuff is. I just put my initials like jk for me bk for Bree, tk for tony bk for uh braylon and then put an asterisk or you know something where they could determine the difference or kitchen bathroom master bed like don't ever put on there what your shit is because them guys the ex-cons who done started their own business they hire ex-cons they they be con artists themselves like 
a lot of times they go into that business to make, you know, to steal people's stuff. Because they know everything that you own that's worth something is in those boxes. So you got to be smart. They're not going to go through all your shit. So you just got to be smart and um, don't label that stuff. Kitchen China. Um, uh jewelry uh you know just think about it y'all just just be smart and it's sad that you have to do that because you shouldn't have to you trusting these people that they're not gonna steal or fuck up your shit but they do they do and it's sad it's really sad but that's what it is so you know it that that's what they do so Bless your peanut. Just, um, I tell y'all, be aware. I'm, I'm giving it to you. I, if, like I said, if I have to go through this shit to help other people not go through it or to learn from, you know, what happens to me, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do it. Because I ain't no pushover. You know what I'm saying? You might get me. But I'm gonna get your ass back. I'm gonna leave that. So yeah, that's where we at with that, y'all. So remember when I did the episode, the road trip one when we went to Miami, and I was raving on that hotel's breakfast. And I told y'all how they had the brioche buns, and they had the bacon and the sausage and cheese, and that sandwich was so good. I was laying in bed this morning, I was like, what am I going to eat today? And I thought I had every, I thought about that I had every ingredient, almost. I don't have the, I don't know if it was mozzarella cheese or Swiss cheese, I don't know what kind of white cheese it was, but I don't have that. That's the only thing I'm missing. But I, I remade it. That's what I'm cooking now. That's what I'm And to top it off, remember I told y'all about that um on that same trip, the drink that I had that I tried for the first time, that uh Pure Leaf Tea House collection, Fuji Apple and Ginger. I don't know if y'all tried it yet, but I got one. Actually I got a couple of them because guess what? I don't know if I told y'all. They have them on Amazon. And you can do the subscribe and save option and have them delivered to your house. So that's what I did. So I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty much reacting the whole thing. How often can you do that without planning it? So that's what we're doing today. I'm so excited. Only thing I don't have the cheese. And I don't know, I got, um, Shredded like sharp cheddar, but I don't know how that would taste on this, so I'm gonna do it without. I mean, it might taste okay, but I don't want to chance it. So I'm gonna just put some green onions. Y'all know I pretty much put green onions on everything, so I'm gonna just put that on there. Just I don't know, well, kick, I guess. I, don't, I, I just like them, and I don't have to have a reason, and it don't have to make sense. <laughs> So, 
putting some of them on there. Seem like I need, I put butter on the bun and put it in the oven for just a little bit. I don't want it toasted. I just wanted the butter melted because y'all know how I am about that butter. I don't want to see it. If I see it, I ain't eating it. It has to be melted. Something about that white, I just, I can't, can't get with it. But, I don't know. It just seemed like I should have, it's missing a cheese. That's the only thing. But I ain't got it, so we just gonna make do. It's gonna be a little dry. A little dry, but that's all right. That is quite all right. Bria ain't never had this. I made her some. She better not fuck over it. She greeted her. And she'll need to eat it, so. I'm sure Peanut will eat this with no problem. So I'm about to come back and get my drink. It's on the counter, Peanut. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So what else? Let me see how much time I got. I'm just blabbering off today, huh? Let's see where we at. Oh, we ain't got long. We got like seven minutes. What else can I tell y'all in seven minutes? So, okay. I'll tell y'all this. All my nightmares. How about that? Or well, as many as I can get in. So... Okay, direct TV. I don't think I told y'all about that. So, here, I have bills here in my name. Uh, because most of everything in Tony's name, so I try to, like, not put everything in his name. Especially, like, the little stuff like this. So, I had direct TV in Cali, which basically he's had for... I don't know um four years <clears throat> i guess you could say four years so hold on so he um well, remember when i was telling y'all when we moved down from anaheim to san diego we moved to an apartment nice big three-bedroom apartment like a little house and we had direct tv there okay so when we moved well i moved back to florida and then he moved to this complex we're in now and he had direct tv okay we just transferred it boom they came hooked it up no big deal so then when we transferred to the three i was um i called you know to do everything or whatever and they were like oh um everything's set up let me hurry up because we got five minutes okay so everything was set up so I told them what the appointment day was, time, and all that stuff. The people never showed up. So I called, hey, y'all was scheduled to come out. No one showed up. Long story short, they can't, I guess the system automatically canceled that order because the apartment was ineligible for direct TV. So from that point 
Tony was calling, you know, basically, why can't I get DirecTV? I'm basically in the same building just down the hall, and I had DirecTV at my old apartment. The satellite is on the roof, so why can't you get a signal, whatever, whatever. So, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. One person said they can, one person said they can't. They never show. This has been a battle for like three weeks. Okay, so once we got back here, we trying to get the cable hooked up. One person, oh, it's not letting, well, they basically deactivated the account and, you know, submit, you, you got to give up your boxes or whatever. Um, the only other option you have is ATT U-verse. He don't want U-verse. So, and I don't either. I don't like U-verse. I don't understand the DVR system. I don't, I don't, the functionality of it, I don't like it. Is it crisp and clean? Yes, you know, but I don't like that the remote, um, you can't speak into the remote. I like Comcast. That was my thing in Florida. And when I moved to my new apartment, they didn't have Comcast. You had to get U-verse. You got to have cable. So, boom. So, when they told us about U-verse, I was like, no, I don't want it. He don't want it. I'll go back to DirecTV, no problem. So, long story short, oh, you you have an AT&T phone bill with a pass due. So, you have to pay that. That's why it's not letting us reactivate the account. So, we arguing back and forth. What the cell phone got to do with DirecTV? with the cable like there's two different account numbers two different accounts oh because it's um under at&t umbrella who gives a fuck i always had a current a pass due on my cell phone bill and for four years y'all never disconnected his direct tv so if that was the case you would have disconnected him every month for four years so we arguing back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth okay i break i pay the phone bill i didn't want to but i did then they say, oh, you got to pay your past due on your DirecTV bill. First of all, DirecTV was on auto pay. It shouldn't have been past due. And the only reason it became past due is because y'all disconnect the service, which disconnects the auto pay. <clears throat> I'm thinking it came out. It was paid. No, it wasn't paid. So now I got to pay that. So I don't pay like $300. Okay. Hook our shit up. Come on. Don't you know them people come back and say, oh, we still can't do it. So in my mind, y'all knew y'all couldn't do this shit to begin with. So you wanted to make sure we had a zero balance. So when we cut this shit off, y'all don't have to keep calling us. And because it's all under the AT&T umbrella, you want to make sure the accounts are paid to date. You, they don't want to see no pass due. So to me, it was all a game from the beginning. So... It was just, a, it's just been a nightmare trying to get this cable on, supervisors, oh, we're going to call you back. Nobody was American. Um, everybody had an accent. Why can't we get to an American speaking, you know, because I feel like in the States, when it's certain eight companies, like a big company like that, you're going to get better service. Your stuff going to get escalated to the top or they're going to try to prevent it from being escalated, you know, because you could get fire or you know what i'm saying reprimanded and shit like that but when y'all uh outsource to these countries y'all paying them pennies on a dollar so you really not gonna fuck with them because it's cheap labor so long story short because i gotta cut this um 
kind of find out as of yesterday, no matter what you do, there is not going to be direct TV in your apartment. So I ended up having to call Cox Cable this morning and we'll be getting Cox, Cox Cable, which is equivalent to Comcast. Customer service is everything. I'm getting cut off, y'all.